Welcome, welcome to my lovely 5D collective. Those of you who are working towards your integration of the brain, restorative embodied self, you know of your six basic human emotions and there is no devil or evil or energy vampires. None of that. If you're somebody who believes in stuff like that, 4D mystics are for you. I'm not your reader or channeler and the 5D collective is not where you are at right now. So thank you for stopping by. And on that note, uh, if you're anybody who has questions, let me know. I'm charm informed, but I'm trying to ensure to separate the information as the community that we're building is straightforward. 5D is a person who loves to be a human. We know that uh, people have unresolved trauma. And if they are in any of those 1 to 22 scale, the spectrum that involves uh, Michael Stone's evaluation of this word evil that is still used by people, we know that it's a person who needs a good therapist or to understand their inner child, their unresolved trauma, and compassion-based therapy, or any. somehow they need to become aware of the right way to live life. No, they need to become aware that they are human and they have unresolved trauma, and that leads to a lot of other things. And so on that note, again, I'm going to put that to the side because this episode is for those who are on an actual personal development journey. This means you do understand you're human, and you have flaws and imperfections like anybody else. I am a 5D mystic. I am a holistic practitioner and a content creator, a online entrepreneur, many titles, but my name is Maria and I like to use it. And on that note, I'm in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. And so I channel to you from a space of oneness consciousness. And I actually have not had a disruption with the alignment of myself and expanding consciousness which is why we have paid subscription based model content called i'm expanding consciousness it's awesome to embody purusha prakriti your entire life and then to be a 43 year old person and recognize that it's simply put a mature emotionally speaking and mentally speaking and physically speaking human being i'm just the well-being that all the trauma experts i learn from help other people to get to so on that note, I know I help people too, and it's supporting the 5D Collective who's on a roll right now with being in love with life and humanity. And so our oversoul, twin flames, soulmates, don't matter what you will have had, the whole hell and back shit that they talk about, yes, it is true, but it's not true. We don't do the butterfly transformation in the way that those who talk about life with human suffering as a must do. The people who talk about life with human suffering in their mouth, they have other people that guide them, including the good trauma therapist, okay? So I don't uh, say human suffering doesn't exist. No, I say some of us don't do life with human suffering. And this is where I begin. We choose inner growth mindset. We easily move into knowing how to use our left and right mode and do mind sight without even knowing necessarily the word. You easily do mindfulness, and I'm using the word easily on purpose so that you can disengage from tuning in if it's not easy for you. It's okay. It's not a competition life. There's good trauma-informed experts, somatic experts, and then there's 4D collective that can keep you wherever it is you want to be. I ain't keeping people in their unresolved trauma, meaning you have a window of tolerance. The minute you begin to think it's not easy, it's okay. That is your body telling you it's not easy for me, and I respect that. I understand that. I'm not saying that it has to be easy. I'm saying you can work with your window of tolerance by noticing the emotion that just arose and then saying, oh, with your left mode, huh? So for me, emotionally speaking, life is not easy. Hmm. And this lady is saying that there's actual trauma-informed, somatic-informed people who could maybe help me with what is called a window of tolerance and then work with my 
right mode and my left mode and that's because i learn how to talk about the sensations images thoughts feelings that arise oh with mind sight with maybe someone or by myself and that's in the instance of where some people have a window of welcome for their emotions sensations thoughts and those are the people that do personal development through the content <clears throat> and find it easy to do those who feel it is not again i'm not against that i understand it it's called human suffering it's arising from your own body and therefore there's somebody else out there who might be better for you to go tune into so we back to the 5d collective easily handle what comes up and use our words and then use our intelligence to wander huh so i can work on this feeling that's uncomfortable with a good therapist and as Patrick Tiahan, who's a childhood trauma survivor, presents, and he's now a therapist, people who will have had childhood trauma don't have an ability <clears throat> to feel all of the emotions fully because there's a disconnect, not because they're not present. So there will be a feeling of uncomfortableness, of there's something off. In fact, the word defective comes to mind because the feeling of I'm defective because a person will acknowledge I feel differently than that person over there. And the minute that they begin the shame talk, inner critic or autocritic, is where they don't do personal development. Nope, they do shame cycle. And then they deny through drugs, sex, alcohol, food. And then they withdraw. And here's our adaptive child. And here's where addictive compulsive behaviors like even lying, cheating, gaslighting, stealing, things that are compulsive, compulsively eating well, compulsively doing sex, <clears throat> anything you'll notice that is not adding to your life and it's not adding to your energy, but you do it every time you get stressed. This is the number one sign, red flag, unresolved trauma, something going on. It ain't a disease. No, you can actually work with the trauma memory. You can work with an attachment researcher, a therapist, a person who can explain things, or here, I'm trauma-informed again. We, we talk about attachment styles and categories and the mind so long story short not everybody has a childhood worth remembering because when they remember it they're like oh wait a minute okay then if you get educated though on attachment styles it will help you to understand there's nothing defectiveness there's no defective person dissolving the shame defective button is your choice the minute that you begin to hurt and that's why as patrick tiahan again points out hurt people who hurt people can notice he uses the word should do the work because he's a person who's done the work since he's a childhood trauma survivor, now a therapist. I am a person who doesn't have childhood trauma. I have trauma memory only with the emotion of fear. I worked with it and it's a little sliver, but what I had was normal charge states, which is one element. We all have these charge states. People who have childhood trauma, they don't have only the charge states, if you will. They have a torn apart tsunami feeling with emotions because their body's unsafe. Their nervous system is unregulated. They don't know how to be in their ventral vagal state. So they're not their own body's safe haven, secure base. So let me leave it at that because, again, I'm not doing psychoeducation in this one. There's an actual presenting reading for my lovely 5D collective who's on this 5D personal development journey right now. And we've had a very beautiful shift and you've entered a very beautiful new moment in your energy sphere and so you are aware that even if there are emotions you're still not completely comfortable with it's because you're protecting yourself because you have childhood trauma 
to the extent that you can handle though. You're handling it, again, either with a good therapist, with a holistic coach, counselor, professional, or on your own. You know how to resource yourself. This means you know how to take care, to use your time with things that lift you up, with people who lift you up. And that's what resourcing means. You do have the ability to sit with yourself in meditation, in silence, with music. You are not consuming any type of material that gives you the, I'm going to play a shitty game with people. No, no, no games. And we don't enjoy when people are unaware of their unresolved trauma. We do not treat them like shit when they weaponize their psych education and call us names because they can't handle that some are compassionate beyond a reason Zen masters. We learn how to share. Thank you for your time. It is precious always to share time with everyone. We are going to go dance a tango with those who are lovers because we like to dance under the stars. We like to dance with our lovely human species and we're headed to great places tomorrow. Humans are evolving and expanding and uh, some of us are even solo poly, might I add. Lovely poly secure community. We have readings for you too. I got one up from a couple of days ago on YouTube. So when you're a person who has secure attachment and you're a mystic, my lovely mystics who are in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, you know of your oversoul. And polyamory is what you are because that's where love is our nature. Relationships are about someone else. So we build relationships. We have secure connections and then we build secure attachment relationships. And partners are our lovely individuals that will choose in time to want to build secure attachment relationships with us so this is the part where we begin every person's idea of family is different however when you're a mature human being who can understand that life has a way and once you move into adulthood you will have a variety of experiences when you meet people who have twin flames soulmates they will not keep that to themselves if you're a potential tango partner dance person okay and that's where for my lovely mystics you are sharing very straightforwardly with whoever it is or however many there's usually a individual way of organizing one's own poly secure relationship i know some people they build a I think they call it a triad or something like that and that means they decide to live together and then have space to allow each other to have their other partners. They even get partners to meet or sometimes partners know each other. This is that area of if you're a person who has secure attachment established, there's not going to be a uncomfortableness when vulnerability and security arises. There's going to be, you know... I feel threatened by sharing you with another because I feel threatened. And the partner who is on the other end will share. There is no need to feel threatened because time will show you the consistency of us consistently communicating. The consistent, contingent communication and the appreciation and the respectful words and the passionate words too, because you can have passionate debates, but there's a difference between passionately debating when two people respect each other's differences. And that's because there's the ability to know we each will have our history and it comes with us. And again, Purusha Prakriti people know about us being one big ball of energy 
So here's where when you have two intuitives together, there's a clear understanding. We share bonds with different people. So contracts, it's a bullshit statement by the 4D collective. They don't end. We don't have an ending with the people who are in our oversoul. They consistently come in our energy sphere, especially when they're going through moments that are important for them. They're not going to go away, ever. Not some ever. <laughs> and so here's where with twin flames and soulmates, this is where there's different types of bonds. There's a deep knowing for the 5D collective that there's forever in oneness consciousness because we're not attached to the role there's not a title to the person there's a name and there's a feeling okay so the idea of what a happy family is has gone through and is in the moment of transformation and here's where our poly secure groups again those who are monogamous but secure attachment will have understanding you have a decision of wanting to be one person's partner your partner has a decision of wanting to be not exclusive because of the relationship that is a constant with others who are within their energy sphere which technically we're all one big ball of energy so it's your sphere too but it's not directly related to you per se why because we grow together that means we contribute to expand together some people have nothing to expand together with so they will never meet they will never have the energetic exchange they have nothing to give to each other at all others do and so here's why we have poly secure the triad ones are usually one person who's polysecure who shares themselves with two people, if you will. And again, this is just one random example. But we have monogamous. Let me talk about monogamous family for a minute too. And that's where there's still the realization, I'm not going to cling on to you. I'm not going to be afraid. I will do my best to share when I am jealous of sharing you with somebody that I'm afraid and jealous and you'll laugh about it and we'll do the tango together and you will reassure me. There's a way that we consistently expand the love because we talk about the insecurities, because we have the ability to say, here is my heart. It's all over the place right here. Okay, so the happy family is two people for some, for some, it's more than two. It doesn't mean they live in the same household. It doesn't mean anything. It's love, which is our nature, and people able to talk about, you know, here's where I still have indecisions and insecurities because I don't know how I'm going to manifest what I want. I don't know how to create the actual tangible life I want because I don't see it right now I don't have the money I don't have the tools I don't and so here's where that personal development is going through this you're looking at relationship you're looking at how do I bring what I want to the forefront and the person who's supporting you or the people they're 5d buttons and so they're saying you know you're tired you're scared there's a normal way of wanting to see something come to fruition now, not tomorrow, but you're the one who can keep persevering. 
persevering means you're going to have to wait. So let's see, what can we do together to help keep that energy going? What, what do you want to do today? What do we want to talk about? What is it that you need help strategizing, that you need support? Is there somewhere I can help you? Or is there a dance you want to do today? Or is there a dinner you want to have? That's what people who are in a mature emotional spectrum do. So your personal development journey is moving along smoothly. Whatever tough decisions you're looking at with yourself, those involve self-worth. For those who have just recently moved into, I know that I did have childhood trauma to the extent of where shame, defectiveness, and fear of failure has been or had been keeping me in a position and for some time I was also doing my best to disengage from my regrets and disappointments and the aspects that I did not bring forth yet to life and that I do know I can but that I feel a little bit stuck because I don't know how to balance out this energy that I have these ideas that I have I actually don't have people that are creative all the time around me and so when I'm juggling and I'm coming in and out I'm not always clear but now that I am clear I'm clear pretty much with the fact that I know I'm worthy I feel it I've seen it I have a sense of self-worth and my idea of family is completely transformed because I've realized also people who have unresolved trauma they don't know they're wrestling they don't know that they're basically non-disciples who are not supporting me they didn't actually have the ability to support the challenges I didn't do my job either with myself I I gave into compulsive activity and again with with very much moderation I say these words okay because some people they know they need that help and they get it the relationship to the substance is one's own or to the situation that is compulsive is one's own but realizing it is what has taken place realizing I have created a dependent relationship with the, these activities in this situation and the people around me didn't support to inner nurture my confidence. They didn't support me to see the beauty that I am. They supported me to have fun, yeah, but in a way that did not bring peace or independence within me. They actually supported what is a bad habit now or what is a way of, again, a coping mechanism. I see it, I'm not going to cope with life, I'm going to move into my Purusha Prakriti, I know I can, and that's through the interaction with the lovely compassions and masters and people who have their shit together, and with love, and easily, because see, when you do recognize you're your own piece of life, the 5D way, it's because you do inner growth, you don't do the human suffering bit. You do the, I'm going to get up and smile today because I got my hands, my feet, and a roof over my head. I know it's tough, but it ain't tough in a way of not being able to move forward. No, no. So there's not crapping on people. There's just recognizing I didn't get supported, but I made my own choices as well. So I know today, though, I can be triumphant because I have a person and or a group that believes in me, they've shown it to me, or because I can see somebody who believes in themselves even without anybody backing them up. However it is that they came across the example of how to make do with something they were already doing in the first place. 
Life is a smiling rainbow of colors and their inner talk is what has taken the step forward because they've made friends with their teenager and all those child parts and they have moved into I am the person who moves my higher self to where I want to go now. So I'm going to tune out all of those distractions, the people, the substances, and find the middle ground. That middle ground has already began to take steps. I'm doing less of the procrastination, doing less of the drinking. I'm doing less of the hanging out with people that don't need me to more. I'm doing less of the self-talk that doesn't lead me to a fair talk. So I lead myself to know every day I have 24 hours. In those 24 hours, I'm going to enjoy the future I want to build emotionally, mentally, physically, and the beauty of the abundance that life has to share with me because I am abundant. I have all that I need. I have all that I could use. And right now is a time of planning. So the conversation with the lovely partner or partners are heading in a direction of how do we bring forth that which we want to create. The logistics is seriously, simply put, for people who are their own entrepreneurs, setting up the next steps to get that ball rolling. For others, it's setting up the actual relationship and clearly organizing it and then knowing that it's a tango that consistently evolves because obviously you're going to be talking when emotions come up and when situations come up. Secure attachment relationships with 5D is always uplifting. The people who are not in 5D, let me talk about that. So they're not actually... Um, using their life to move into self-regulation easily and so they don't notice that when they're doing human suffering they could be vibing in a state of putting into practice your ventral vagal state is the moment that the challenges come up so here's why some people will talk about that as post-traumatic growth that's the people who end up with a therapist or a counselor or somebody who officially uses those words with them. And it's the same person who would use those words. And so again, there's a difference because those of us who manage our emotions, we don't feel traumatized. So if I look to the past, I say, okay, I've all human experiences. Others, they feel it traumatic because it's overwhelming. It's not a race. It's not a competition. People who have trauma memory and just the trauma there's a window of tolerance so they're learning to work with their window of tolerance but that's only if they're doing the work with somebody who works with them or themselves with themselves the people who do human suffering this is the 4d 3d bandwidth these are other soul age groups these are other pieces of life they don't stay in suffering no some find solace and they do with their favorite person. They have their codependent relationships. These are not bad codependent. The bad, quote-unquote, are the ones who are not creating the best versions of each other, but they are always 
upset with each other. And that's a dysfunctional pattern that is being lived, which means there's gaslighting manipulation, there's uh, toxic speaking, shame, blame, fault, revenging. So they're continuing the unresolved trauma from their own households. It's very sad when that happens, but they can figure it out if they get across some good trauma-informed expert. So some people won't, and they live other soul age groups. Again, there's the first two, which are just beginning, and it's all about survival. And here's why we don't affect states of consciousness, because every person is their own state of consciousness, and the mindfulness and the trauma-informed experts and the individuals who are in the in-between, I included, will know how to share with people their options. The people will take it or they will leave it. The people who leave it, they actually have a way of weaponizing words, quote-unquote. They insult us. They insult us how? Because we do not do the social good behavior. See, that's why a functional adult, enlightenment soul age person is, a.k.a. this spirituality process you will hear Sadhguru talk about. Putting your personality to the side means you putting to the side your own charge state for a minute, your you, and that can be in Kali mode, and saying, you know what, I'm going to take a break from that. And the more we practice this, the more we actually are great at it. And that's because we choose love when we're dealing with people who don't know how to choose it because they have the unresolved trauma, not the other way around. And we have compassion. That's the 5D collective. So we're not going to say you're rude, you're an asshole, you're this. We might feel that we're being treated in a certain way, but we will know how to handle it. We also have triggers though. So here's where let's talk about that as you move into personal development. Uh, we'll talk about the word spite for a minute. And we'll talk about envy, jealousy, spite. These emotions exist. They're part of our heritage as mammals, as people, and they can be there because of insecurity, okay? So they're not evil. They are, I feel threatened, and it comes forth in this way. The psych educators can explain it, and they do to their patients, and I'm sharing it with people <laughs> because you're people, they're people, and I'm explaining to you something that if you're a 5D collective, you're going to use with your own awareness in the future and create conversations. Again, there is no devil or evil. Michael Stone's scale, 1 to 22 of evil, explains how all those people basically could make use of a good therapist because none of them know how to regulate their nervous system and some actually have a brain structure that needs attending because it goes rigid and chaotic and that's not a human being's inner well-being. And the reason yoga is now yogic science is because neuroscience, psych educators, and all that is within the mental health community holistic nose of the nervous system and the embodied brain at this point enough to explain how to achieve well-being without yoga per se but yoga helps because it is a ventral vagal nervous system portfolio of toning exercises so and it helps you do mindfulness but back to spite so let's say that you and i are in a situation we will have had a series of splinters and ruptures that will have created an environment that is not the ideal, the most ideal. And there's a an opportunity that arises because, of course, in communication, that's what happens, right? And when you are in a secure attachment relationship, it means that you are consistently communicating. 
So you're going to be interacting with each other in ways that will trigger sometimes those charge states because we all have them. They're asleep, but we still have them. In a series of events that will have taken place, there's no time frame right now, but you and another are actually in a interaction where there's the ability for people to know how to poke, quote unquote, at each other's vulnerable spots. It's almost automatic. Now, people who want to, and I shouldn't use that word, people who don't know about their own unresolved trauma will naturally use their dysfunctional pattern because they don't know that their inner child is still with this nervous systems way and and so here's where i'm gonna just use the word gaslighting manipulation uh people who have narratives and then they create stories there's a lot of ways that there's the ability for a person to notice it but let's leave that alone and let's just focus on two nervous systems two people they're both 5d but they're both again because we're all people we have the ability to get triggered And that's because one person can say something and in a specific way or simply put, they spell out something that is personal. So that spirituality process is not able to keep that personal to the side. They get reactive. So there's snap. It's done, right? There's a reactiveness. This is the minute, though, that functional adults know how to handle not shame, not blame, not fault, not revenge. So what does this mean? So you do something that triggers me, but I'm not going to shame, blame, fault and say they're to blame for my trigger. I'm immediately aware this was my trigger, my fragment, my personal opinion, my emotional charge, mine. And so it is reactive. So you say something that I then react and with spite, if you will, I say something that is using my words in a way that basically pokes at you and you then look at me and I realize though in an instant what I've just done, which is not something I'll be proud of. If you're a 5D person, you're not proud of being reactive because you will have said something from a place of hurt and you will just in fact see you just said something that's hurtful. Now, it doesn't matter if on the other end you have a functional adult or a wrestler. So it doesn't matter if you have an adaptive child, meaning somebody who will gladly engage with that, quote unquote, again, I shouldn't say gladly, a person who's used to that. And so there are people who actually do more of it because their pattern is one of this game that the traumatized person who's not getting help from a therapist does or that doesn't know the basics of being a human 101. So I see people doing this as their dynamic. Some people in those codependent type family households, they are okay with it because the movies do show this is a okay thing. And it is an okay. That's where what you want to understand from the psych educators, they all have said it more than a gazillion times. When you can sit with your sensations, that's great news. When you are so upset that you can't keep functioning, that's not good news. Your window of tolerance is being pushed to its limit. So in households, there are people who have unresolved trauma. Not everybody's going to want to do therapy. Not everybody's going to move into their functional adulthood. Not everybody wants to feel like they need to dissect dynamics that take place in households. Okay, and this is the real talk. 
This is why the individuals who are exaggerating, uh, and that would be where they're trying to tell other people how to direct their own personal relationships, their own families. And this is in a way of being vocal. It's like with polysecure and monogamy. I read the polysecure book, and there is a part where she writes where she feels that polyamory is healthier or something like that than monogamy. And I completely don't agree with the statement made because it's a statement that has bias, meaning you are teaching about polysecure. You are a therapist who is in favor of it. You have a personal preference. I'm a person who's polyamory. I am polysecure. But I will say, no, I don't have a preference, meaning you choose how you want to do life and love. Love is our nature. I will try to share that input. But when somebody says, no, love is only two people, I'm not going to be like, no, you have to do love my way because I have all the science stuff backing me up. (laughs) That's adaptive child behavior. Okay, so here's why when we see people who are telling, so I'm going to use my lovely Neapolitan culture. I love my family dynamic. We're all over the place all the time. There's plenty of people who do spite. You should see some of the things I get to encounter. And I love every single one of my loved ones. Don't touch my loved ones. You get to see a side of me that I I won't be working on getting rid of that one. (laughs) Because, so here's the part about Love is kind, love is easy, and then knowing of our oversoul. And this is where, for me, the polyamory is ever since I was a kid. Uh, I've always said, I don't, I don't get it. I don't love one person. I love all these people. I use the word the way I want to use it. Other people don't use it this way. So the time that I choose to try and disengage from using it is when I'm with people who I recognize are from the Scarlet Letter Times. And that's only if I recognize it. Sometimes I don't have the ability to recognize it. So I don't know that I'm with people who have codependent type relationships. And so there's only one human being you can use that word love. So they think that if you say love, that you want to get in their pants or that you just want to be an item with them. And, you know, it's okay that people will use words when, when when I don't recognize this stuff. And I've had people, it's funny share stuff with me uh, where their their partners will have mistaken or misunderstood or basically they go think maliciously of stuff that equates these hearts that I love to send to my loved ones, all of them. And they share and explain and then they introduce me and, and they let people know this is who she is. This is not a threat. This is a person. So I, I've learned in time how to just disengage from building relationships with uh, people personally, because I I find love easy and I do not enjoy scarlet letter type uh, individuals. I don't. So I can't be myself. They think my love means I want to sleep with their partners. No, I don't. Um, And that's where actually poly secure people do have this actual situation that we deal with. Sometimes people think we're going to like rub off on their partners and and then they're going to want to be polyamory. And, you know, there's this whole way that insecure, emotionally speaking, people react to those of us who are not insecure emotionally. Because see, love is your nature, but it's only when you have true self-confidence that you can be loved because otherwise you're in your survival mode. And that's where envy, jealousy, and spite, that's where copycats are. That's where people who don't understand what this void thing is 
when we meet a person who has a boy, this is why when I think of people in my family dynamics that have envy and jealousy, I know who they are. And I have so much practice into being in love with just life and just remembering the trauma-informed educators. Because see, here's where the minute that you hone in on the actual energy of people who are in your oversoul, who are vibing from shame, and it's in a way that in their brain, they have a targeted conversation. It's not something nice to think about. It's something sad, and this is the part though, it's something that we always are able to remember we're one piece of consciousness, so this is a part of me, and in fact, it's a person who has unresolved trauma. Let me remember that and let me move out of the unnecessary area that is not mine it's theirs and it exists as long as we got movies and people who want to stay in other soul age groups and that's it so you learn how to disengage from the sphere of those who are in 4d 3d because we're not in it and that's not hard to do at all it's actually snapping my fingers i am I was a teenager and I had nowhere near the Claire's that I have today. And you better bet that I was out, 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 out. And that was immediately. Today, I don't do out because I don't do any type of relationship with people who I recognize don't know how to love. Because again, love is easy. And we only have 24 hours to live our life and I'm going to die with people who have been able to love me the way I am and I love them and you know we appreciate each other and actually have the word gratitude because see when you do have true esteem of yourself you have true esteem of others independently from how a person will use their energy you will know they're a piece of life and you will respectively tip your hat thank them for their time when you remember about trauma-informed stuff you remember how tortured and you feel bad and you say, I hope that they find a good therapist if they ever get to move out of their competitiveness and ideology. So here's what happens when a person is in their idea of doing personal development, but they're 4D and they're enamored with their own light and they have synchronicities like all of us do. So here's why there's the copycats. It's because they are leading by looking at those who are already within their expanded consciousness in different ways, different groups of people, different number of love buttons out there, and even copycat love buttons. So again, we look, people who don't know how to be within them, they still are learning by leading with the external. Only they can notice if there's a replenishment inside or a void inside. And that's the hard part, though. And that's why they need the good therapist for that part. Because that's the part where the minute they would even bother going there, that's not comfortable if there's a void. That's not comfortable. Because we have something big. So long story short, people who are copying, but they're not actually enriched, it's because they have not dissolved the shame, defectiveness, heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart feeling. Uh, and that's not my group right now. I'm not channeling for my group anymore. I'm taking a, a, a second and a minute to say, here's where other people are at. With their human suffering, they are 
in the illusion that they're moving forward, which is great because they're finding some form of solace and they're learning how to harness their energy body. So their copying is serving their body in a way that is helpful. The part that they are competing is the part that those who are awakened lions know. And we're okay with that because we're like, hopefully they get to actually achieve their Purusha Prakriti in time. The indication that they are not is the level of energy they hold is not increasing. And that's because their words, not ours. When you are tired, it's not going to be only ascension symptoms. If you don't know how to move into true well-being, which means I'm a person who deserves balance and deserves love and deserves everything like any other human being on the face of this planet. And to stop having some enemy out there that you need to tell them how to do life. So people who have childhood trauma and do codependency, they are the ones who either take charge and their martyrs are superior or they're blaming themselves if they're not able to take care of someone and stuff like that. So it's the child who's still trying to make mommy, daddy happy because that's what a child will think. They will think I'm the problem. I'm the one who has something's wrong here. I, I can make it better. This is normal psych 101. Anybody would know any of this, even just the old shit. Now there's new shit and people don't believe in it. But anyways, uh, back to us. The 5D collective does not spend time in those who wrestle, but we do understand that they have a choice. And that would be to work with their nervous system. Just some don't because they don't believe in the psychoeducation and they're not interested in it because they're interested in thinking that they're already light houses and that they know everything. They're the dead sure idiots and they are the uh, I'm enamored with my own light or the one focus mindset or the butterfly or the uh, doll or the monkey. But in this case, the enamored with oneself. So those people are copying right now the ones that they can look up to. And then if they actually finally figure out their nervous system is to be considered, they might start doing true grown-up land, which means I'm not going to go tell somebody what to do with their life. I'm going to do me and do my life and tell me what to do with my life. Okay. And on that note, back to us. So your personal development is from within which means that you are able to know how to move into chit-chatter that is positive for your mind, and you're also using the time effectively. So you're now balancing out the way you're using your time, the things that you are tending to, the people you're tending to, the um, individuals you want to grow relationships with let's move back into that one as we close out and so with that being said you do understand where you need that extra support because of knowing what it is to be with people who are genuine and rich so people are genuine and rich they have nothing to gain from you they like you for who you are you will feel no pressure and they will, in fact, bring you no pressure because we do tango dances, not wrestling matches. So our genuine direct communication is appreciated. Being straightforward and honest is appreciated. And there's no distancing or spite stuff going on. 
And so in an interaction where I say something reactive because you mentioned something that actually triggers a reminder, I then recognize I did something, basically spoke in a way that isn't kind, and I will say, you know what, I'm sorry. That really triggered me, and I should have known better also, and let me leave. Or let me just, you know, take a break and let me leave. The part about silencing is seen as not positive because we have adults here. And so the person on the other end is going to say, no, no, uh, please don't leave. Let's stay here just for a minute and talk. Because I do know that I, I, I approach this in a way that I will take my own ownership about this. Or really, you know, let's just, what's going on? Let's talk about what, what is this? So grown-ups again, they don't say no and shut each other out when vulnerability arises, doesn't matter what kind of charge state there may be or how it's said, there's, I want to address this because again, silence does not do anything for people who want to build a secure attachment relationship. Secure connections are different. You talk, you don't talk, but even here, secure connections, there's plenty that we will have had that we consistently talk about those misaligned moments because that's what a interaction with reactivity is. We're misaligned. Our nervous systems will have been triggered in one way, shape, or form or another. Nobody's to blame. We're humans. And again, we can talk about it. So the grown-ups know how to say, you know what? Yeah, I do know what you said. Let's talk about it because I know that I did do this thing actually on purpose. And I'll use my lovely one friend that I didn't talk to for five years when we addressed the what is it the cat in the box stuff <laughs> they immediately acknowledged you're right I know what I was doing because this is the part when we know each other and that's what partners would know about each other we look in each other's eyes we know exactly how one or the other is feeling and it doesn't mean we know everything but we know if we are hurting each other's feelings if we're pissing each other off so my friend knew that I was pissed off in the different interactions that we held, which were the ones that I said, this is why I didn't want to talk to you anymore. Here, 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 here. Uh, here, 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 your clownish behavior, your way of doing all of it. You're lying, you know, coming up and blaming somebody else with, without taking ownership. And they, again, acknowledged. And I acknowledged one thing alone, which was no one's asking you to be formal, politically correct, to do any of this shit. I don't even understand this shit because if there's one thing that people who are friends should be doing is themselves. There should be no issue. I'm not even a person you're trying to impress. Like, what the fuck? And even there, right here, if you're trying to impress somebody, you ain't in 5D yet. This means you're trying to impress another person. And, and I say with all due respect because you should try to impress yourself. First of all, and then go thinking about impress somebody. And really, if you're, again, trying to impress somebody else, obviously your life only means something important. And some people, that's their drive. They need to belong to somebody to feel important. Okay, but not all of us. And actually for us, when you want to impress someone, it means you don't have yourself in high regard, which means you don't have your well-being in guard in the forefront, which means you're disregarding what you need, which means you're going to not tend to your needs which means you put your own life at risk which means you're not going to be a healthy person always because you're not taking care of yourself 
how am I going to be with somebody who doesn't take care of themselves? It means you don't know that you could die from next day. And this is the part. Responsibility is what a grown-up knows. If you don't treat your body with responsibility and you acknowledge it, you're telling me you don't care about living. I'm not going to be somebody who wants to live with somebody who doesn't care about living because I want to live a good life and I can support you, but I can do it from afar. Because that way you get to do life with the... the so here is where human suffering is. With your distractions, your inner critic, outer critic, deny with drugs, sex, alcohol, food, what the movies make look cool, and then withdraw in your room all by yourself or do whatever it is. I'm not going to watch you as you wither away and what? I can't speak because you're going to keep on getting into finding more excuses for why this is okay. Because, you know, here's the part. It's the minute that you don't tend to yourself that you are ignoring your well-being which tells me what little appreciation you have for your own life, which is not about it being a sin. It just tells me you don't want to live. Or anyways, you don't know what it means to live a good life. So you're not doing personal anything. Long story short, though, again, all people have their own drives, but the 5D collective, your inner well-being, you can't take care of another person if you don't know how to stay in your own body and your heart and your mind and moderation, not exaggeration. So true, genuine love of the grown-ups is not something that is hard because it's your ventral vagal state, one, and an integrated brain. It's you and your body and you accepting your personality, first of all, and then knowing that you don't have to do human suffering, but emotions come up and it's, in fact, getting to be familiar with those six basic emotions in a grown-up way, and those charge states are that first step. For those who have trauma memory, they can use good therapists or good somatic sensory motor trauma education. There's a lot of free content. So smart person who will wander about themselves will begin to be like, okay, here's what, oh, okay, now I got it. Now I know, I know where I'm at. Okay, I'm very clear. And on that note, this lovely spread shares with me that you are clear on where you want to be and who you can be. And you have a partner or partners in mind as well. And that's all in a way of mature emotional response, mature abundance, grounding response, mature mental. All of it is very clear and is very settled. And you're really just taking that moment to plan your next steps. But you know where you're headed and you know who you're headed with and you're doing it because you do know you want to do the tango and your perspective has been enlightened thanks to the diversity of the 5d collective bringing to people true unconditional love by saying you are awesome just the way you are and you are beautiful just the way you are and if there's anything that is not in your inner nurturing uh, well-being you will have been shared it and you will be knowing it or you will have noticed it and you will be noticing it and you'll be like yep i know how to handle all of those areas that call to me with moderation and with the, I'm going to bring the best version of me here because I am here as an adult to you. Again, it's very straightforward, easy peasy. And I look forward to being here with more for you. And in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful day.